It's Wednesday, March 26, 2014, and I'm trying something different today. Your Daily Lex. Typically, every time I record this show, I've done it while wearing headphones so that I can listen to myself while I'm talking and make sure I'm not clipping, not too loud, not too quiet, whatever. Um, normally... When I uh, record podcasts, I try not to have myself monitored on my headphones. I'll listen to the other parties who I'm speaking with, obviously, on the headphones, but I don't have my own audio pipe through the headphones because I find that when I do do that, when I hear myself in the headphones, my uh, my vocal cords and brain can't help themselves and I get into too much of radio announcer voice. And uh, I decided that for your daily legs, it's only five minutes. There's nobody else. It's fine. I can hear myself. And if I slip into radio announcer voice, it's okay. Um, but today I decided not to plug in my headphones because I wanted to see how the show would sound this way. If it would affect, uh, my vocal quality or the quality of the show or anything else. Also, I didn't feel like walking like the 15 footsteps over to where my headphones are and yanking the cord and then plugging it into this and putting them on. So it was really just laziness and not wanting to deal with headphone management one day. Uh, it is funny having the voice that I have because I have people who say to me on phone calls and in person, wow, you have a radio voice. And, uh, I generally say thank you, but then I usually try to qualify it. Uh, I didn't do anything to get my voice other than exist. Uh, I don't work on my instrument. Um, now as I'm saying these words, by the way, I'm wondering, have I already talked about how I can't really take credit for my speaking voice on prior episodes of your daily Lex? Now that I'm in the sixties, um, not age, but, or temperature, but number of episodes, uh, I'm fearful of repeating myself sometimes. So I hope I'm not, but you know, this is the voice that I have and sure. I'd love to do voiceover work beyond the one or two things I, I do already because it's, uh, it's fun and it's an easy way to get paid. Hey, just talking to a microphone. But, uh, again, I don't do anything. I can't take any credit for the voice. So I'll take your compliment, I guess, but it's not like, you know, if somebody says, boy, you sure are attractive. Some of that is, you know, you've done nothing, but maybe it's also the fact that you eat well or that you take care of your skin or shave nicely. I don't know. So there you can take a little bit of credit, but when it's like, or, but when somebody says you have nice eyes, hard to take credit. Uh, thanks. I don't rub them very much. Not really a good, uh, <laughs> can't really take credit for those. So, uh, I don't take credit for my, my beautiful eyes, which almost nobody ever compliments, but I can see it in their eyes that they like mine. And I don't take credit for my voice. It just kind of is what it is. Hey, I just said it is what it is an expression I hate. And that grates me when I hear other folks that's grates on me. An expression that I don't like when I hear other people say it, it is what it is. That doesn't mean anything. That is, you know, there are some cliches that are overused. That's what makes them cliches, but they still have meaning. Like I could talk about cliches till the cows come home. Okay. Stupid cliche, but it means something, but it is what it is means nothing. Uh, well, you just said a thing is basically what is what it is. It is what it is means. And, uh, I hate it. So if you're a person who regularly uses, you know, it is what it is. I don't hate you. I just hate your usage of that expression. Uh, unless you're also like, I don't know, a, a white supremacist or something. Then I also hate you, but not because you say it is what it is. I hate you for the other reasons. Chiefly your haircut. No, that's not true. But, but speaking of haircuts and haircuts popular with white supremacists, <laughs> there was this news story this week about a girl who shaved her head because she had a friend who was going through chemo and she wanted to shave her head in solidarity. And she went to a private school and the private school has a policy regarding hair. And so they said the girl couldn't come to school who had shaved her hair voluntarily unless she wore a wig. 
uh, or did something else, covered up her head somehow. And the girl, of course, was offended, and then there was an outcry. Look, she did this for in support of her friend, and the school said, well, we don't want it to be a distraction. And then after the outcry, the school said, okay, fine, she can come back to school. We get it. And I was thinking about it, and my first reaction is, boy, what a jerk the people at this school are. And then I was thinking, well, if it's their policy that you can't do it, and they said, fine, it's okay, then is everybody going to start shaving their head and saying it's in solidarity or something? And I just don't know. Now, here's an interesting behind-the-scenes factoid. Uh, Between the previous sentence and this current one, uh, I got a phone call, which you can hear the ring of as I'm talking, and uh, then left the house and was away for many, many hours in New York City, and I'm now back again. Uh, so I don't even exactly remember where I was in the narrative, but basically I understand why the school was opposed to the person coming back with a shaved head. The school was idiotic, but I feel like it kind of had to do exactly the thing it did. Like say, no, you can't come to school and then have an outcry and then welcome it back. Cause if they had just said to the girl, feel free to come in in violation of our rule because of that, then everybody would exploit it. Uh, I feel like this morning when I was talking about this, I had a way to make it funny at the end, but now I don't. So let's hear my name and call it a day. Lex. Lex.